Coming from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. We are back with Zeta Velgara. Excited to have her from Becoming I Am Healing Center. Yes, she's the creator and founder of the company, and she's here helping so many people find their truest potential and providing energy healing and so much more uh, with different modalities to help you become the best you can be. Welcome back to the show. How are you? I'm doing fabulous. Happy to be here. Oh, well, pleasure to have you back. For the new time listeners, please introduce yourself to start. So I am Saida Vilgara. I am the creator and founder of Becoming I Am. Uh, it's a center that's based on trying to transform people through spiritual work. I do things like energy healing, past life regression hypnotherapy, uh, tarot card readings. We do meditation groups. Uh, I also do alchemy work for people that are seeking that kind of spiritual help. And that's what you wanted to dive into for today, right? Alchemy work to start. What is that? And yes. also, yeah, for those that may not even know what so, it is. Thank you. Alchemy is, yes. Um, so alchemy is a type of magic. Um, the magic is more, I want to say, scientific because of the fact that the modality actually derived themselves from magic um, and science combined together. When I do alchemy work for people, I kind of see what really is happening in their lives and what is actually creating like a wrench in their system uh, to allow that and move out of the way and that the person could be able to move forward. Now, uh, when I do alchemy for people, I usually have like an initial consult. And in that initial consult, I try to find out like where they are mentally, physically, and spiritually. Because sometimes the alchemy work can be something like clearing out your mind, um, allowing you to see clearly what it is that you should do moving forward. Uh, some people really don't have... I know that the spiritual world is really big on energy vampires and people doing magic on each other and all kinds of stuff like that. And the reality is the only reason people are able to take from another is if they're... I want to say a tear in your matrix, in your energy field, in your aura. And usually those tears are based on traumas, are based on addiction. Um, sometimes they're based on things that you grew up with, like uh, things that you were taught to be the foundation of your reality. So when I do alchemy work for people, like I said, we have the initial con- um and we talk. We talk about where they're at. We talk about how... I can help them move forward, but mostly I try to get a better understanding on where they are to find out exactly what we have to do for them. And now, when I do the alchemy work, I usually do that alchemy work at home. I let the client know the approximate week that I will be doing the work. The reason why I'm not telling them a specific day is because sometimes the doubt that people have creates like a wrench in the system when it comes to magic work. So I know that out there in media, there's like all these people telling you you can do this to bring money, you can do this for this. You know, there's like um, a lot of cookbook magic out there is how I like to call it, um, which is great because magic like that help people awaken to their spirituality. But there are also rules in the spiritual realm. In other words, you need to pass certain to Spirit guides need to be able to trust your judgment and your work um, and your, I want to say, sanity before they allow you to um, actually have access to the real stuff. Um, so 
I am very big in encouraging people to delve into their spirituality and their magic, but if they start noticing that no matter how much they try to disconnect themselves from energy, to get clarity on a situation, to remove some negative energy that's been lingering around them. Now, when I say negative energy, that would be like um, self-doubt, feeling like you're being attacked, uh, bad luck that you would consider bad luck that is um, around you. So then when you start doing all these spiritual works and it's still not working, that really consult a person that has a little bit more knowledge uh, when it comes to spiritual work so they can do it for you. So in the case of the office, I usually like to do uh, a lot of work on clarity rituals and clarity rituals kind of help people get out of a mental funk, um, which a lot of us get into, especially if we are in between two paths in our lives. We have a lot of times in our lives where we have like the cross on the road where you can either go this way or that way and you kind of know inside of you that this is the best way to go but there's that fear about it because you're not sure how it's going to end up because you're not sure if you're going to be able to do everything that's expected. So when I do a clarity ritual, it's kind of clearing away all that and that muggle thinking that you have in your head so that you can go in the direction that you know is the best one for you. But I feel like anybody that needs a clarity ritual kind of knows their path. It's more of the fear behind it. So it's just clearing the path for you to be able to move in that direction. Um, another ritual that, yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. Another ritual, <laughs> another ritual that I do is the return to sender, and that one's pretty, um, pretty popular because usually we pick up things. For example, like if we go to places, um, we might pick up people's. I want to say bad juju's, right? Um, I'm sure that you've been where you've gone to a party or you've been around people, and then all of a sudden you're just tired, your head hurts, or you feel, like, physically exhausted. Have you experienced anything like that? Um, yeah, a lot in my life. A lot of times, yes. Yeah, because we are actually very, very, um, so we have a magnetic field around us, right, which some people call aura, or your chi, or your holy spirit, or your divine um, energy, your mudra. Uh, so, um, we all have that. And, of course, if you're in an energy where there's people around you that are of a different frequency from you. There is that pull and pull, push and pull energy um, that might be around you, kind of like magnets. Some people, their energy is so strong, they have a way of, like, pushing a little bit too far hard, and then the whole time that you're around them, you're creating this, like, guard so that they won't, like, push you in the direction that is not the best for you. Well, after a while of being around that kind of environment, there, it actually creates like, a, I want to say, a disruption in your aura, in your energy field. And that is kind of like that rip that I was talking about before. Now you're becoming more susceptible to other things. So if you were thinking about it in a science standpoint, it would be like, less you haven't slept enough right? And you're really busy to do your every single day life. And you go around a person that happens to have a cold, right? So now you, because you're already extremely exhausted, because you haven't given your life and your body enough time to recharge, now you're susceptible to that cold. And now you caught that person's cold that knocks you off for a while, depending on how much you rest to recuperate yourself. So the same way, 
um, in the 3D is the same way that happens in the spiritual. So for that, I do this ritual called the return to sender. Now, with experience, I've determined that usually people, when they have these experiences of a rip of their tor- um, their energy field due to exposure to another um, or an environment that is not healthy for them or whatever, they're going to continue to go there. So with the return to sender, I create what I call a mirror box. And what that is, is kind of like a pretend view. Um, so when you're out and about, if there's this energy pull and push, it actually goes in a box instead of you directly, giving you time to recuperate and become fully strong and giving you like a cushion or I want to say like a fake version of you to like get drawn, like it draws all that negativity towards that. And so that kind of ritual is very good, especially if you're realizing that it doesn't matter what you do spiritually, you're still stuck in a funk, right? And like I said, I usually do those um, in my home. I send people uh, the video of the ritual. I also uh, do a lot of divination while I'm doing the ritual so that the person is heavy to anything that they need to be aware of doing, what they can do to take out of their house or their energy so that they can continue moving forward. Anything I do, I always try to give you tools, um, armament that you can continue to use that will continue to get stronger spiritually, physically, emotionally, so that these things don't happen anymore. Because what's the use of doing something if you fall back in the same stuff, right? So true. Yeah. (laughs) So then that's what I do when I do the return to Bender. It's kind of like, you know, wherever you came from, energy, you can go back to that person. You're not mine. I'm creating your story myself. And now I'm going to create a little cushion for in case this happens again, that I don't have that situation happening. And then uh, another one, which is the cord cutting. Um, And that everybody is probably pervy to because it's very popular on social media. Um, now, cord cutting is very interesting because when we cut cords to a person or um, a situation, we're cutting ourselves energetically completely from it. So that means that we don't only lose the negative aspects of that connection, but we also lose the positive one. I feel like a lot of people are very down to kind of do these cord cuttings willy-nilly, I want to say. Like they just go down and they're like, oh, this person I really hate, so I'm just going to cord cut them. Um, and usually that's the cord cutting, I feel, is, is not, it, it's used too readily, I, I feel, is what I want to say. I mean, I feel like it's not used correctly because sometimes when we listen to another person, we have it because that person is trying to teach us. They're our teacher. They're our mirror. And they're um, our catalyst for change. And if you cut that person, but the change has not been implemented within you, in other words, you still haven't learned a lesson, you haven't changed, you haven't noticed something inside of you, you haven't, like, activated something that you needed to do um, inside of you, you will just another person the same, the same type of person, maybe a different physical form, maybe in a different arena in your life, but you will attract it the same. So usually when I do a cord cutting, I try to see why this person was actually in your life to begin with. 
so that you continue to do the work and you can, like, make sure that you don't have this person come back into your life or somebody like them. Because the reality is toxic people are attracted to our lives for a reason. It's a pattern that we have within ourselves. And if we don't realize the pattern, then we're just going to continue doing it. So when I'm doing alchemy work, I try to not only fix a problem, I'm trying to find out what the root of the problem is so that you can do the work that you need to spiritually. Because really, if there is a problem, there's something wrong um, in addition to the problem. Like there's a reason there's a problem. There's a little like hole in your aura that this thing can attach to. Does that make sense? No, it does. And by the way, I don't want to cut you off. We are on a roll, but I do want to remind people how we can reach you. <laughs> Would you mind hearing oh, the yes. website phone number? we got to take a quick break here. It's perfect timing. Perfect. So, um, yeah, if you guys want to contact me or have any questions about any other type of work that I do, you can contact me and my website. That's www.becomingiam.org. Or you can find me in... Facebook, Instagram, and even YouTube under the same name, Becoming I Am or Spida Vilgara. Perfect. Stay tuned, everyone. We'll be right back after this quick break. Don't go anywhere. Hey, welcome to Everything Outdoors. Can I help you find anything? Hey, yeah. Can you point us to the camping gear? Sure. I'll too. Snowboarding? Just bought a new Nissan Pathfinder. It's got intelligent 4x4, and we want to hit the backcountry. IL-18. And the boats? Are you sure you can do all this? Up to 6,000 pounds towing. We're good to go. Oh, where's the scuba gear? Return to rugged in the all-new 2022 Nissan Pathfinder. Available intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. Towing capability varies by configuration. See Nissan Owner's Manual for proper use. Has life seemed to have lost its vibrancy? Do you need help sorting through some of the things going on in your life and in your mind and in your heart? Well, I got good news. You are not alone, and I am here to help. I am Alice Ward, licensed professional counselor, supervisor, owner, and private practitioner of Transformation Begins Within. Let me help you learn some strategic steps and therapeutic tools to help you on your journey to wellness. You can reach me at transformingmindsets.com. Dot com. Be mindful, be well, be free. Therapy is my love language. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Becoming I Am Healing Center, joined today once again by our friend, excited to have Zeta joining us here today, talking about the work she does, and yes, becomingiam.org. You can check out the website, and of course, we're talking today uh, in regards to some of the ways she can help you and really transform your reality with the power of energy work, unlock that wisdom, and embrace your ability to become I Am, as she says. Welcome back. Thank you. All right. So, on a roll. I mean, thank you so much for that introduction. <laughs> thank you so much for that introduction. That was awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, let's continue. We're going to talk about tarot card reading. So, I know that everybody knows tarot. Everybody usually looks up their uh, sun sign, you know. Um, and the thing about becoming I am when it comes to tarot. Um, I think that whenever you look for a tarot card reader, you should look for a person that doesn't bring fear into your heart. It should be a person that gives you at least tools for you to empower you. 
So when I do tarot, I try to give you tools, tricks, and things that you can do to make you feel stronger in a situation. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I feel like sometimes people have a way of going to tarot card readers to just tell them exactly where they are at the moment. But if I'm just telling you what's actually already happening in your life, how is that a help? And that's where I try to be a little bit different when it comes to tarot. So um, when I do a reading for a person, I have, mind you, if you guys want to have a tarot card reading for me, there are different options. I have like one quick question being answered or a video that I set up and make for you and I send you um, that's private for you. Or another thing that I do is I can do um, virtual readings where we're seeing each other face-to-face or if you'd like to come um, in person. And to book any of those, you just have to go to the website at becomingiam.org. And they're either under my shop, if it's the non-face-to-face version, or if you would like to do this version, it's like uh, book mount, um, under the book mount tab. So when I do a tarot reading, what I do is that I use, initially do not like a person to tell me what their overall problem is. And the reason I do that first is so that I don't have judgment when I'm doing the reading. So it becomes like what I see, not what I personally think. Okay? Um, and then, secondly, so like is that mostly everybody believes they know their root problem. So it's like, oh, my problem is this person at work. Right? But when I start doing a general reading without the person telling me what their root problem is and connecting to their energy, I'm able to see that maybe it's not the problem with the person at work, but the problem is that you have already been instructed that you were supposed to go in a different direction when it comes to your career and your path, and maybe it's time for you to move in, and this person is just a catalyst for change for you. And so that's the reason why I kind of stay neutral and don't want people to give me too much information right in the get-go. Then after that, I open the floor and I have them ask questions. Now, when it comes to the questions, I normally do not like giving them, yes, do this, don't do that, uh, because we have free will. Instead, what I do is that I try to make it so that they can give me their options, and I spread the options in front of them, and I tell them how each one of those scenarios can work out for them. And this is important because... A lot of people go to tarot instead of going to counseling or going to somebody else because they want an answer. And they want the answer because they don't want to be responsible for their action. Um, and it's not to knock the person because I know everybody would like the cheat sheet codes of everything, you know. But the only way that we learn lessons in this world, the only way we evolve, and the only way that we are able to become a stronger, healthier and more enlightened version of yourself is to start listening to the intuition that is within you. And what I'm doing is giving you your spreadsheet in front of you, let's say, of the different scenarios and what the outcomes are. Because inside, I don't want you to depend on tarot to give you all your answers. I want you to depend on you. Tarot is supposed to be a tool. When it becomes the, let me ask the tarot before I do anything, um, (laughs) then you lose the whole point. Did we lose you? Hello, hello? Yes. You said the, la- yeah, the last you. thing I heard can you, you say, lose the whole point, and then I lost you. Yes. Yes, yes. Um, so you lose the whole point of tarot if you are using it as a crutch instead of the tool it's supposed to be. Got it. Does that make sense? Yep. Mm-hmm. And so whenever I do 
tarot, I try to empower the person instead of disempower the person. And I think about I don't want it to be, um, you know, the only way that you're going to be able to succeed in life is if you come to me. That's not the point. Any energy healer, any um, helper, that the only way that you feel like you can evolve is through that person, then you've already lost the point, right? Mm -hmm. We're supposed to be facilitators of change, not the reason why you change. So that's the reason why when I do tarot, it's like facilitating your mind, clearing your mind, showing you every um, option out there so that you can understand how the the consequences of every action that you might be taking and where it might be leading you. I've actually been very surprised. Um, I've had quite a few people that have come back from doing a tarot card reading that when I did the tarot card reading, they're like, no, you're absolutely wrong, you're absolutely wrong. And then... <laughs> And then when they tell, they take the action that they're wanting to take, um, come back and say, oh, I think I was, <laughs> I realize now that it was me and, and, um, you were right, you know? And it's not that I'm right. I'm just literally just a, a parrot here repeating what spirits is telling me. But, um, and I tell that to everybody a lot. It's like, no, it's not me. I'm not the the one that knows the answers. Is that I'm being told that because I'm getting the permission by your guides to give you that information, you know? Um, and so it's interesting, like, how much we go to, uh, we don't like to hear it. Um, even when a person comes live, like if they come in person with me, usually I tell them, turn on your phone and record it because mm -hmm. we're only able to, process a certain amount of information. And if you go back to it, you'll hear more of the reading, you know? Very true. That's good to know because, yeah, I, I, I like that option because when you're in it, sometimes you don't remember. It's good to have a recording. <laughs> yes. I've had so many people say, oh, my God, I'm so thankful the fact that you let me record this. And I'm like, yeah, I've gone to tarot readings before. And I'm like, I can remember two things the person said because that was my whole focus. And I can't remember the rest. And it's important for you to be able to remember the rest. Information they tell you ties to each other. Oh, and it makes me laugh also when a person says, do you remember when you told me? And I'm like, no, because most of the time I can tell when their eyes are talking through me. Um, it's kind of like one of those things. Sorry if you hear the wind. I'm actually outside enjoying this weather. Uh, it's fall here, so it's kind of fresh. It's beautiful outside. <laughs> um, so... Uh, it makes me laugh because people tell me, do you remember this or that? And I'm like, uh, <laughs> no, because I can tell when something actually channels through me. Um, there's like, I get or pressure on my body, um, or I get this weird uh, thing in my crown chakra, and I'm like, oh, it's not me no more. And then my words start changing, so, and then I start listening, I mean, talking a little bit more like, actually the person that's there. So um, that's interesting, too, because it becomes one of those things that you're like, I don't even use those words, but let's go for it. <laughs> and so I actually have a funny story about that. I had a person that came in that was Filipino, and I kept hearing these words in Filipino, and now I don't speak Filipino. I can speak Spanish and English to you, but not Filipino. And um, I kept hearing a word, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to butcher this because this is not my language, <laughs> but I'm hearing, and then I try to repeat the phrase as much as I can, and then the person says, do you mean blue, and they said it, and I'm like, yeah, right, you see what that means, and then 
I told them, whatever it is, they wanted you to hear it. And so it was a message from uh, a brother of one of the clients that wanted to, that had passed, that had come through. Now, that doesn't happen to me all the time. That's why I don't like to tell people, oh, I can talk to dead people, because people assume dead people are always just hanging around waiting until you call them. They have things to do when they're on the other side. So sometimes they come through, and when they come through, it's because either they're they want you to know that they're there. They want you to know um, that they're watching over you. They're, some, I've actually just recently had a, um, a Spanish reading where the brother came through asking the sister to light a candle and to ask him for help, and he can help her because there's rules in the spiritual realm. You can't help somebody unless they ask. That's why in the Bible they say, asking you shall receive, seeking you shall find, the knock and the door shall be open. The the rules of the lighter beings, the beings that are actually of positive energy, um, is that they can't intercede unless you give them permission. So in that reading, her brother came through to tell her um, to please let him, let him help by asking her to help. And it was funny because um, she had said that she never wanted to bother him because she felt like he already did his work here, so she didn't want him to bother him over there. And I'm like, I don't know. It seemed like he was one of her guides, so his job was to help her, you know? <laughs> you are amazing. You are full of energy today. Uh, yeah, it really. What's the weather like where you are? Oh, it is like 70. The sun is so pretty outside. The fluffy white clouds. The sky is so oh. blue. I mean, it's beautiful. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God, today is beautiful. I got to appreciate it because I know cold weather is going to come soon. So, I mean, I'm always... Very, very thankful when we have a beautiful day like this. <laughs> well, we are appreciate you here today and what you're doing for everyone. And uh, if we want to reach out to you, could you share how we do so? We're just about out of time. I'm yep. sorry. <laughs> Not a problem. So, yeah, if you guys want to reach out and just um, have a question or just want to see more about my services, the best place to get me is at www.becomingiam.org. I also have video postings that I put all the time on my YouTube channel. I try to constantly also put them in my Facebook, Instagram. I try to post thoughts that I have during the day or funny little memes. So check that out too. I'm always available if you guys need me. Reach out. All right. Thank you again. <laughs> Pleasure to have you here. Becomingim.org. It was great to hear from you. You too. Thanks so much for today. You have a great day. And to all of our listeners, you too. Thanks so much. You too. Enjoy the day. Bye-bye. <laughs> all right. Bye-bye. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Hi, this is Terry Crews, actor, former football player, game show host, father of five, and all-around big dude. I'm also an expert on drama. I know all kinds of drama. There's the good kind that comes with having a house full of kids. There's the bad kind like season-ending injuries. There's the necessary kind like having an agent in Hollywood. And there's silly drama like the drama around my percolating pectorals. And then there's the drama you can skip. Skip the drama that comes with not having your high school diploma or equivalency. Find free adult education classes near you and finish your high school diploma. Visit finishyourdiploma.org. Or text DIPLOMA to 97779. Message and data rates may apply. Reply STOP to opt out.
That's diploma to 97779. And leave the drama to actors like me. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ed Council.